welcome once again to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and we are here in Williamsburg, Virginia. And we at Panglossian Productions, we love the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and of course, we love 10-minute plays. And so we today are going to read for you a new 10-minute play. But in order to do that, I'm going to need some help. And sitting to my right this week is none other than Michelle Greensmith. Yeah. Hello, Michelle. Hi. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Yeah. So um, we're going to read uh, a fun play here in just a few minutes. So I'm going to ask you a question that's tangentially connected okay. <laughs> to the play. Great. You ready? Ready. Are you a collector of any sorts? <laughs> Do you have a hobby or a collection? Huh? I like jars. <laughs> jars? I don't, I don't know if that's a collection, but... Go on. I, I, I find them infinitely useful, so I just keep a stash of jars of all sizes. Kurt's shaking his head at me because he hates my jar collection. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You know, the salsa jar is going to be useful again okay. sometimes. So you take the peel off and you put it in your pantry and then it's useful again. I, I, I get that, you know, because people talk about, you know, in the South a lot of times people talk about grandma's tin can that she had on the stove with yeah. all the bacon fat in it. Yeah, right? exactly. My my, my bacon fat can, tin can yeah. is a salsa yeah, jar. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I, I, I totally understand yeah. that. It's not really... Um, I, I also do like pretty jars, though, like pretty containers. So. Uh -huh. So, so then we cross over into sort of collector Ooh. feelings, right? Because that's like, I don't collect salsa jars because I think they're cool. I just think they're useful. Useful, practical. But I do like pretty jars, too. So mm -hmm. do you have a favorite jar? Yeah, there's a really, there's an antique blue ball jar <laughs> with a metal lid. Mm -hmm. Yep, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do with that one? Do you just, you just put it on display? Do you put flowers in it or something? Uh, there's something in it on my countertop. I don't know what, maybe biscotti or something. I don't know. <laughs> it is out, though. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great to have you back here. It's good to be back. And, uh, of course, over here to my left is none other than Kurt Smith. Yay! Hello, Kurt. Welcome. <laughs> what about you, Kurt? Do you have any embarrassing collections that you can tell us about? Um, I mean, I have a, I have... I have an embarrassing collection. I guess I have a, a collection Just of collections. socks that I can't find the match to that's that, that exists. Oh, in my yeah. Dress. I think a lot of people know that. Um, so you do what I do? Do you just put the sock back in the drawer and hope that like it'll find its mate? So I used I to, I used to, but uh -huh. I realized that if you put the sock back in the drawer, it never finds its mate. However, if you make like a pile of socks <laughs> on top of your dresser, eventually you're gonna find the other one, and because they're right there staring at you, then. And Michelle loves this. I'm, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. Or eventually someone comes along and throws away the spare socks, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's true. It's true. Well, there's always a Christmas present, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I got for my mom this year for Christmas? Socks. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you probably learned that from your mom, and so every so often you need. All right, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's the joke that I was gonna make. So. <laughs> uh, anyways, so. I'm thinking that one over, Robert. We're... Yeah, I, I confess I wasn't with you on the joke. No, I mean like you picked up, no, no, what I mean is that you picked up the habit of putting the spare socks on the dresser from your mom. Is that what you meant? No, no, I, I created that strange thing all by myself. 
What did you think I meant? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking it over. Oh, okay. <laughs> My brain is really dirty. <laughs> so, um, uh, oh, we know. We know what. We know when our sound tech, uh, Lauren, is adding into the conversation that we ought to move on. So we're gonna do that. How's that? So the play. The play this week is Albert Einstein's Brain by Ron Birch. Uh, this is a two-person play, and so. Uh, if you uh, flip over the first page here, you'll see the cast of characters. Michelle, will you please read Leslie? Mm -hmm. She's described as a woman in her 50s. And Kurt, will you please read Jake? He's described as a man in his 50s. The location is a room. The time is now. This is a cold read for those of you at home who are listening and haven't listened to a podcast with us here before. I will read the stage directions. And the play starts now. Albert Einstein's Brain by Ron Birch. A room in a house. Leslie, a woman, sits reading. Jake, her husband, comes in, carrying a box. He's very excited. You're not going to believe what I got. What, dear? Didn't you see it in the mail? He starts to open it. Mm, I haven't looked in the mail yet. He gets the box open. Wonderful. Look at this. He goes over to look at the box and... <laughs> That's Albert Einstein's brain. What are you doing with Albert Einstein's brain? I bought it. What, what, what do you mean you bought it? On eBay. Oh, that's disgusting. You take that thing out of here right now. Honey, it's the brain of one of the smartest people oh, ever. I don't care. I do not want a brain in the house, Jake. It's Albert Einstein's brain. <laughs> it is not. Albert Einstein's brain. Yes, it is. See, it's written on a large card right here. No. His brain is with the rest of him, uh, wherever that is. Not true. I looked it up. Right after Albert Einstein died, during the autopsy, a local pathologist removed it for study, and what's interesting is that Einstein's brain did not grow like other brains. Your, your brain did not grow like other brains. And this pathologist <laughs> kept it on a mantelpiece for years. We are not putting that on a mantelpiece. And then it was donated to some museum, but the rumor is that the pathologist switched Albert Einstein's brain with another brain he got out of a morgue so he could keep it. Uh -huh. And where did you hear this rumor? It's written on the back of the card right Jake. here. Jake. Look, I, I studied pictures of this brain online. It looks exactly like this And one. why would someone sell you Einstein's brain? They're moving to a smaller place. No. No, I mean, why, why wouldn't they donate it? Probably because it's a stolen object. <laughs> They didn't want to get into trouble, Leslie. Well, why not leave it on the steps of some museum, like the Met in New York City? I'm pretty sure you can't go around leaving brains on other people's property. You don't want to go stepping on a frontal lobe. Honey, you got taken. We don't know that for sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. When I did the research, people find the paintings of famous artists in a garage sale and get rich. Why can't you support this? Because this isn't the first time. Oh, come on. Remember when you bought Abraham Lincoln's hair? All right, that might have been a mistake. It was dog hair. Okay, so maybe it was a mistake. George Washington's okay. teeth. Okay. Yeah, Da Vinci's, da Vinci's fingernail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Burton's liver. Okay, you have to admit that could have been true. There wasn't much of it left. Mm. And Napoleon's penis? That was a real penis. I know, that's what made it so creepy. <laughs> now you return that. I can't. Why not? There's no return policy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They're pretty strict about it. Well, what are we going to do with it? We could give it as a gift. Uh, I know it'd be re-gifting. No, absolutely not. I'm not going to be known to our friends as the family who gives brains. No way. 
Everyone is still talking about when you took the penis out of the dinner party. <laughs> Jerry Belson wanted to see it. My God, Jake. It was during the appetizers. The Hendersons are never going to invite us back. I don't know what you're thinking sometimes. Well, everybody has a hobby. Like jogging or painting. Go to watercolor, please. I'm getting tired of being known as, as being the local whack jobs. Oh, our friends are, friends are just kidding with us. Uh, the anonymous note left in the mailbox? Oh, come on. Get out? Could be interpreted several ways. You can't keep doing this. We need to appear... Normal. Why? Because it's normal. We work here. We shop here. We want people to like us. They should like who we are. Why do you feel so compelled to buy these things? I think they're interesting. Oh, honey. She puts her arm around him. They're not. <laughs> he crosses and looks at the brain. You are being taken. That you are sending money to strangers who are selling you bogus things. They are taking your money and making fun of you because you buy into their recreations. These things aren't real. Maybe they are. Jake. Maybe they are real. Or, or maybe one of them, just one of them, is real. And, and maybe thinking that helps me. Helps you what? Helps me get through the day. Helps me at my job. Helps me when I have to pay the bills. Helps me when we're in bed at night and I feel like the loneliest man on the planet. Helps me get through the unending line of days so I don't feel so empty inside. Or How come you've never said anything? I didn't want you to think I was weird. <laughs> Weirder than buying a brain off of the internet? It was a bidding war. So there are more like you out there? Tons. <laughs> Ivan 296 always outperbids me at the very last second. I should thank him. <laughs> they both stare at the box with the brain inside. Sometimes you just have to believe in something. She gets up and starts packing the box. Okay. Oh. Mm -mm. Okay. <laughs> you can get rid of it. I understand. I'm not going to get rid of it. I'm going to put it on the mantelpiece. Really? Yes. But what about all of our friends and the neighbors and who call us whack jobs? Yeah, screw them. They're just jealous because they don't have Albert Einstein's brain in their house. You're wonderful, honey. Mm -hmm. He kisses her and they start to exit. You know, while we're putting stuff on the mantelpiece... No, Napoleon's penis stays in the closet. Uh... <laughs> Jake sighs. They exit. Lights fade, end of play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's great. <laughs> Not every day you get to say the word penis so many times. Yeah. Napoleon's penis. Napoleon's like penis like that. I'm pretty sure that I've seen Napoleon's penis before. No, you haven't. I'm pretty sure that I have. Really? Yeah, in a museum somewhere, but I don't remember where. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe. It was a good dream. <laughs> Anyways, now we're, now we're going to move on to the part... No, 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 let's not move on. This is interesting. I, really, I want to I look up Napoleon's penis. Well, it's, 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 I'm, it's, I'm, I'm showing it's very small. Like, it's, yeah. Anyways. I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, now we're going to move on to the uh, portion of the show, if uh, our sound tech, Lauren, can get a hold of herself, uh, where, we, where we have a brief discussion about the play, 
that we just read and the penises involved. So, um, the, the first is, is, is I have to ask, and I'm going to ask Kurt this, and I think the reason will be obvious when I ask it, is what does this house look like? Would you say that this house maybe looks like Monticello with all this weird crap all over the place? Um, maybe, but, but I don't know, maybe not, because, you know, if, if, if the conversations that we've had in the past are that, no, honey, you cannot put this weird stuff on our mantle, you know, so, so anyone who has, anyone who has a weird collection, Uh so sometimes I get sent Jefferson things, sure, sometimes a whole lot of Jefferson stuff, (laughs) and, and, you know, so the question then becomes, does it go out in our living space? Or does it find another space? <laughs> right? Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so so maybe this space is, is uber cleansed of anything that, that might be I mean, I know that's not really an interesting stage direction stage um, mm-hmm. design. I suppose the interesting way to be way way to go with it would be to, to say, yeah, there are boxes and things that have weird labels and there are crates and cages uh-huh. and jars. Right. Yeah. Any anything you want to add to that, Michelle? I mean, I mean, you could go the opposite direction too, and it's a very like super normal space, like very crisp and clean and clear of all items except you know an occasional thing stashed because yeah, it's, they're they're working in such opposition, and her it's like her constant <laughs> task to maintain absolute normalcy. Um, yeah. I I get I, I get the impression that if if you had you know a a, a reasonable sized budget right and. Uh, then you could have a space that looks totally normal, <laughs> yeah. but this stuff is like, somewhere. Or this, there's other things in here that can be revealed yeah. as you move things around. Uh, from or like things to... that are almost normal. Or like uh-huh. that's the thing that's actually made it in the space, but it's not quite normal, you know. <laughs> yeah, or you know, you know the, the like one in one out rule. Oh yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So like yeah, you can you can get this toy child, little Johnny, but you mm-hmm. have to get rid of you know, so maybe it's like whatever was on the mantelpiece that was somewhat normal. Uh-huh. Uh, it has now the thinking man statue has been removed. Yeah. And now the, the brain <laughs> is being put on And that's like the deeply rooted foundation that <laughs> <laughs> these two have agreed upon years ago. You know that it, it, I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad you said it because uh, I wanna ask, what is their marriage like? <laughs> Uh, I mean, what uh, is? How long have they been married? Do you think? I mean, do they? This is obviously something that's come up before. Um, and it, have they really made that agreement? I mean, yeah. this, these are not things that the play necessarily answers for us. But yeah. I just wonder what what you're thinking in your head. Well, they're they're in their fifties. It seems to me like they've been married a long time. Uh-huh. But there's also it, it seems stuff unhappiness for him that that she's just not aware of like that little paragraph that's so sad that's like laying in bed and i'm the loneliest person on the planet and um Mm -hmm. keeps him from feeling empty inside you know so i don't know i i don't know maybe maybe i don't know there are moments where you're like this is a sweet relationship um, but also it might be just that that perceived normalcy yeah, well, you, you know, know on the right, surface. right <laughs> off the edge of that, uh, of him saying that, uh, I'm the lonely, feeling like yeah, I'm yeah. the loneliest person on the planet, she immediately stops, yeah. right? And then her I main focus becomes becomes that. Fixing that, it's yeah. Not, it's not her, right? It's not about her taste anymore. Yeah. It's not about what she wants yeah. in that, other than, you know, she wants his 
his happiness. Right? Yeah, she yeah. clearly wants him to be happy in in this, and it does it does add a a little dynamic shift to the yeah. really incredible rhythm and speed yeah. right that goes through the first part of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to comment on. Is is I really enjoyed that switch. I mean, clearly this is my first time reading it, but uh -huh. uh, that's a fun switch in in uh, rhythm and tone. And it allows you, I think, as an, as an actor and as an audience member to drop down into something different. Like, we're already in this weird place. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's fast. I mean, all the lines are pretty short. And it's back and forth. And then you get there, and suddenly you're, you're in a really kind of lovely, suddenly deeply philosophical and really human space. And I think that's fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When, you know, when, when you're floating around in the often very strange world of, of 10 minute plays, you have to be, there, there's got to be texture mm -hmm. yeah. in, uh, in the play. It can't all be one shot. If it is, then it's not going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, you, and, you lose interest after a bit of time. And the joke, you know, no matter how good the joke is, yeah. once the joke, once the punchline is delivered, it's delivered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get much more out of it. You, you can endurance gag it, but you know. Even that is gonna is gonna end after a page and a yeah. half, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what about the brain? Tell me about the brain. It doesn't grow like other brains, right? And so he he must have seen something about this brain to <laughs> to say question. something about yeah. it. What's going on with this brain? Like what I wrote down is you know what? How big is it? What color is it? Also, is it very heavy? Also, it's organic matter. Like right. it's it's got to be cold. Mm -hmm. And you know when you get um, like Blue Apron or something, the grocery delivery things, they, they comes packed in all these ice packs. Like, right. surely they they ice packed this brain. Um, There's some dry ice in there. it's in one of those hilarious Muda Museum, you know, formaldehyde <laughs> yeah. glass jars, right? That's how I envisioned oh, yeah, it. Yeah, is you know true. this like that's like funny, almost almost obscenely fake uh, yeah. brain. Uh -huh. You know, and even the placard, like the card. I don't I don't know how it look can look fake, but you know, something that clearly looks <laughs> the bar bar napkin. <laughs> <laughs> like waving his bar napkin around. <laughs> That's right. If if so if it's in a jar, um, Leslie, is when he picks it up and moves it around, or you pick it up and move it around, like, is it spilling? <laughs> like slimy is slipping around. <laughs> Probably. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like in a fish tank. <laughs> like like now, now I'm wondering, you know, as, as as props, like can props make it? You know those those cow things that you turn over and it goes. Rrr. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the brain can actually you can be a turn cow. Turn the jar over. <laughs> you know. This thing's bouncing around. You know, or if you, I, I also thought when I read this, I was thinking about the old. I don't know if you remember these at all, but Nickelodeon produced a football that was a brain. Yeah. They, you know, the thing was called a brain ball. Yeah. And it, you could hold it, and it, I guess it would be about the size of Aiden. I would guess an adolescent's brain. <laughs> you can't see me doing this right now, but my fingertips are touching. You know, I have Smaller fairly large hands. Huh. Um, but anyways. Uh, if you could put that and give it some weight somehow to where when it moves around in the jar, like bouncing around, yeah. you know, hitting yeah. the sides, That's up fun. and down, that that sort of thing, yeah. it might be fun. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I, I want to say. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming out yeah. and, and, and reading this fun play thank with you. us. We want to make sure that we thank uh, Ron Birch for his great play, uh, great 10 minute play, uh, Albert Einstein's Brain. Thank you, Ron. Uh, we want to make sure, of course, that we thank. Uh, Lauren Watkins and Zodiac Productions, our sound technician, thank you very much.
and make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you get a brand new play every week. And if you feel so inclined, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. That sure does help us out a lot. And when you hit that subscribe button, you can expect to get your play at 12.01 a.m. every week on Monday. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Woo!